We live on a flat earth in an infinite cosmos. We lie on the back of a turtle in the hands of a giant. Welcome to the Round Earthers Society. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Zach. How's it going? It's going all right. It's going all right. It's going all right. Doing all right? I'm doing all right. I'm doing just fine. What are you trying to say, Zach? <laughs> I'm not trying to say shit. You're trying to take advantage of my moment of weakness? I'm not trying to take advantage just like of you anything. Do, just like you do with your entire sex life? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Could be literally like a book entitled Moments of Weakness. Either that or you wore me down would be another good title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think just about every girl that has sex to you probably says that at one point or another. Uh, you know what? That's how you. That's my go-to strategy for the ladies <laughs> is just slowly and painfully wear them <laughs> down. <laughs> Actually, I believe that's probably true. It's um, a great method. Just I'm not disagreeing with it. That's not bad. Um, sounds consensual at least. <laughs> right? I mean, oh cons- yeah, it's like ninety percent consensual. <laughs> I mean, it sounds consensual. I mean, I'm not saying that they necessarily, you know, enjoy the whole process, but you know, no, I wouldn't if I was them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you up to? Uh, not much. Just been uh, hanging out. You were on a podcast. I was on a podcast. I was on the Fair City podcast. Great couple of guys from from Scotland. Oh, and it's actually in Scotland? They're in Scotland, yes. Could you understand them very well? Was it real thick accents? Or? No, I could understand them fine. They were great. We talked a lot about Trump. and Oh, gosh. I, knew, I should have been on that one. <laughs> I should have uh, been on that one. Because, you know, imagine the news they get over the overseas about Trump. Like, the, the news is so bad already here. Imagine with the overseas where they already don't like us or they want to try to push whatever agenda to still feel like they're relevant. I mean, I, they didn't seem that. Um, I don't know. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't treat it like it was a big joke. Like I assume they would. I was interested to hear an international perspective, anyway. And they didn't seem like they completely hated him, or. Um, I think. I think. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I guess I guess if you really want to know, you got to listen to the podcast, Fair City Podcast. <laughs> no, they're a great couple of guys. I had a great great talk with them. They were, they were what cool. was your Trump discussion? Um, we just kind of talked about that and Brexit and kind of the political climate and how it's polarizing over in Europe and how it's polarizing here <laughs> and stuff like that. I actually think the the I think there's going to be a huge backlash from all this like intersectionality. Well, all this uh, oh diversity type stuff. I think it's going to be a huge backlash that's going to lead to – I think there is going to be a rise of – like there has been in Europe, like neo-Nazi kind of groups and things like that because of it. And you're going to be like, you know, what came first, chicken or the egg? I think, I think there's been – because of the push for equality, and I put that in uh, quotations, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be such a dr- dramatic push that it's going to like upset the, the – uh, Oh, not the peace, but up like you know you know what I'm talking about. You probably don't know what I'm talking about, do you? I need to say it in a better way to, so I can communicate it. Hmm. hmm. What do you have to say about what I have so far? About anything like 
I mean, obviously, there's going to be backlash for this. No, but I, I think like like uh, let's say Europe's uh, policy to allow a lot of Muslims to come in from Northern Africa, the Middle East, mm-hmm. like they did in Germany and some of these other places. I think that's going to lead to a backlash, which is going to actually increase tensions. Ra- like racial tensions? Ra- yeah, yeah, it's going to increase racial tensions big time. And, uh, you know, right, wrong, indifferent, whatever. Um, but I think it's going to get played up in their media that all these people are coming in. And then they're going to like highlight at certain attacks. And then some people that already live there are going to believe some of the potential yellow journalism or just imagine like what goes on here. Imagine like when you have like an illegal immigrant that does commit a crime, right? We really amplify it, even though, you know, they're not the, they're not going to commit that we know of. Supposedly they commit crimes a lower rate than the average person. But mm-hmm. if you do that enough, you can stoke racial tensions by doing it, right? Yeah. So it's the same kind of thing. And then you get like this backlash of of people that are probably going to be white considering it's Europe. Um, again, bringing in people from a different culture, like a clash of cultures. Yeah. Does that uh, make sense to you? Um, uh, I Yeah, that makes sense to me. I, I don't think I have. I mean, I'm not a big fan of... Um, Muslims? No, I'm not a big fan of Muslims. <laughs> I know, because... <laughs> Because it seems like uh, it seems like Sam Harris and Hitchens was actually weren't they both kind of anti-Muslim or anti-Islam? They're, they're both anti-religion. Period. So yeah, but don't they trash Islam specifically though? Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, what's his name? Does um, Harris? Harris. Yes. Because I've listened to that, and I'm not even saying he's wrong. I think he's. I think you know. I mean, I think he gives a pretty fact-based presentation on how Islam is in the Islamic world. I think there's sure. I certainly I think there's like Westernized Muslims though that are good people and uh, yeah. that present no danger. And I'm guessing he'd probably agree to that too. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. You know, I, I heard something because didn't didn't uh, Sam Harris and Peterson just have another? They're doing events together right now. Oh, maybe that's what it was because I was hearing something about that and I was like, and they were ta- they they mentioned both of them and then they said a couple of our. Most prominent thinkers of our time. And I'm like, Sam Harris? Sam Harris is the most <laughs> prominent thinker of our time. <laughs> in what? In like, what does he... I've only heard him talk about, like, three subjects. And I've tried to research Sam Harris so I could watch a bunch of his YouTube videos. But it's always about the same shit. He's talking about Islam. He's talking about robots. He's talking about free will. Listen to his podcast. His podcast, he has a lot of great people on. And he talks a lot about about well, a lot of different I, stuff. I tried to listen to the one with him and Peterson, but then they get like they start arguing about dumb shit, and it's like, yeah, this is boring. They redid now. that though. I think. I oh, think did there's, it? I think there's a second one with him and Peterson. Okay, maybe I didn't hear that one yet because I I know, I, I yeah, I know I listened to most of that, and I I found it so stupid. Like they weren't getting to anything. Like there was nothing of substance really being said. It seemed like yeah. And I think Sam Harris contacted him after the show and was like, I don't think this was productive. I'd like to have you back on and see if we can have a better conversation. I'm going to be honest. I don't even like Sam Harris's voice. <laughs> really? Yeah, I don't he like has his a very voice. normal voice. I it's not. I don't like it. I don't like his voice for some reason. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like, does that ever bother you? You ever like hear someone's voice and like, oh, I don't like that guy's voice. I'm I'm actually not sure. I'm not sure if I disliked some of his opinions first or if I disliked his voice first. So I'm not <laughs> sure if like – I don't know. I love Sam Harris. <laughs> I could uh, tell. I love you him. You like his voice? His voice doesn't bother me. Uh, if anyone who I like's voice bothers me, it's Noam Chomsky's. 
Noam Chomsky is... A, I'm actually not sure if I've heard Noam Chomsky speak. Noam Chomsky is horribly dull to listen to, like, just his voice. No, I, I guess I haven't heard him speak, I don't think. But, yeah, that's about... Yeah. Do you listen to any women thinkers? Like, your, Are there women <laughs> No, I'm, I'm actually being honest no. here. Because I was trying to, like, I was like, man, I need to actually... Because I listen to a lot of people, but they are all male. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, like Jordan Peterson will have some good pieces with uh, other female professors and stuff from like mm-hmm. the University of uh, Toronto. He's University of Toronto, right? Yeah. Whatever it is. He'll have good pieces from that. And it's like, oh, yeah, I totally agree with these people. But then I never, it seems like I've never latched onto like a female um, modern type of philosopher or something to that extent that I would listen to on any given you know, have basis. Have you listened to uh, Christina Hoff Summers? I know the name, so it makes me think that I've seen her before. But she's a feminist intellectual, and she's pretty good. Is she? Wait a minute. Is she the woman who wrote uh, the? No, maybe that's not her. Did she write the War Against Boys or the cri- the Boy Crisis? I don't know. Mm, there's a big book that from from a feminist, and I, I just can't think of her name. Who wrote a book called like the Boy Crisis or something like that? And it's just about how society is attacking masculinity and it's affecting boys. You know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if that's her, no. but no, she's really good. I like her. Let me Google it real quick. She's a very, she's a very smart lady. Is she actually smart? Yeah, I, I think so. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's about the only female that I, at least that I know of, that I listen to. Um, there aren't that many, at least in the, I guess, genre that I like. Uh, the boy crisis was not done it's not the right book it's a different book keep going um but yeah i'm trying to think of any other ones even that i don't listen to and i can't name any off the top of my head yeah no i can't i can't either so i feel like i feel like i'm missing something here i know they're out there i just i don't know if i've come across them well because i mean you know it's I'm not. I'm not just listening to like white men, because um, I like. Uh, oh shit! I can't think of his name now. Oh, he's a, he's a pretty. I mean, I think he's a great black intellectual. Um, fuck. I'm trying to think of his name here. Oh, Kanye uh, West. Yeah, Kanye West. I do listen to Kanye. No, I do. <laughs> that's definitely that's definitely not right. Okay. Yeah. No, I think I think it is Christina Hoff Summers. The War Against Boys. There it is. Let me make. Let me double check. This is her. Yeah. Yeah. The War Against Boys. Yeah, okay. she's really good. So I have. I've seen her because they'll they'll bring her on like Tucker Carlson and they'll bring her on Fox News a lot. Um, yeah, sometimes, yeah. And uh, so I've at least ran into her, and I, I maybe I've seen her with Jordan Peterson as well. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, no, but I, but I also don't listen. Usually when she's on, she's always talking about that specific book, right? Which I'm probably mm-hmm. already inclined to agree with that book. So in terms of like her overall perspective, I don't know. Um, but I know in terms of that, I, def- I definitely agree with that piece of it. So Yeah. No, I so like it probably her. doesn't count. Because let's say, <laughs> let's say we get a woman who's just pushing the same thing I already believe, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. That's probably not a fair, um, fair thing to say. Like, oh, I agree with her at least on this one issue because she's already on my side. I know, I know there are some on the on the kind of kooky left, but I don't, I don't really d- dive very deep. Well, into it's that. yeah, because eventually they get po- 
when you especially when you get really far on the left, it seems like they deal less in facts and more in feelings. You know, and not necessarily scientifically based solutions. And I'm talking about in terms of gender, um, sexuality, masculinity, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. I'm not talking about like climate change or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, then, then you could make a differing, a different argument. I'm trying to look up some of the other intellectuals that I... So, uh, do we want to talk about Space Force? Space Force is like... Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> do you actually like that stuff or you think it's just hokey and ridiculous? Um... I prefer if space wasn't armed at the moment, personally. Um, but I think it's good that we're investing in, let's say, space technology. So I I, I go back and forth. I mean, I, I really don't like the idea of the militarization of space, but I also like the idea of having more let's say interplanetary travel and yeah i think i think it's ultimately going to lead to good things i mean it's either going to lead to our destruction or it's going to lead to good things like mm-hmm. additional uh, advancements and whatever you know in space exploration and oh who knows what i mean who knows what we end up with out of this because you i can't remember all the stuff we ended up with from uh, from like trying to go to the moon but i know there was didn't like uh velcro Velcro and all kind. There's all just all kinds of random stuff, and some of them were you know, like big advancements, and they you know they they greatly help. So who knows what we could find, out, what we could do this time, especially if we have a bunch of a uh, bunch of our military spending going that direction. It seems like a good avenue. I mean, I know I know I don't like the military the militarization of space anyway, unless they're actual aliens, and this could be what it is. Maybe Trump found out about aliens, so he's like, okay, guys, we need to have some kind of a first defense kind of a thing in space. See, I don't think we should be taking that approach if that's what's going on. Because, first of all, if aliens were hostile to us, all right, which I don't think we have any reason to believe, something would have happened by now, you know, um, for sure. I, so You mean assuming like some of our intellectuals right now or people who are leaders are not lizard men or something? Assuming we're not dealing with lizard people, assuming we're dealing with just like, you know, little gray ETs, uh, I think. I think the chance that they're hostile is very slim. Hmm. Because I think if they had been hostile, why wouldn't they have done something by now? I kind of agree. Somewhat. Like, I mean, because basically, you know, depending on how far away they came from, they'd have to be a lot more advanced than us. Um, And I'm just assuming that they would have also developed war technologies and could absolutely destroy us all. Mm-hmm. Most likely, yeah. So, what would be the reason for not doing it, and not enslaving us yet? Bingo. So, I I don't know. The only reason I can see to make a space force would be if someone else is making a space force, and we feel like we need to com- you know compete with them. But I'm trying to figure out a guy's name. Who's do you know who that is? No. You don't know who that is? Uh-uh. Why? I can't think of his name. Do I? I really enjoy listening to him. I think he's very intelligent. <laughs> Damn it. That's annoying. He's a conservative. A black conservative intellectual. Go figure. You like oh, They do exist. No. That doesn't sound They do right. exist. Well, because well, if you get, let's say, let's say you get 
people of color who are on the left wing side, they're likely going to push a lot of things that I don't believe in. Because mm-hmm. I mean, what are they going to go for? Especially if they're people of color, and that's what. And especially if they refer to themselves as people of color, mm-hmm. it's all about white privilege, privilege in general. Uh, some of them push reparations or other things that. Milo Yiannopoulos pushes reparations. You sure about that? Yeah, I'm 100 percent sure. He you believes sure in rep- black reparations for slavery. You can look it up. Yeah, 100. percent Yeah, but maybe positive. maybe the reparations was like gay sex though, or something. No, he likes having sex with black men. I'm I'm dead ass serious. You, he's uh, very serious. Milo Yiannopoulos. Yes, I'm 100 percent sure. I'm gonna look into this because I don't. I I have a feeling. That it's maybe taken out of context or something. No, if, I if he actually he said was this, talking about weird. it on NPR. He did an interview with NPR that was never released. You can listen to it. Um, but yeah, he he's in favor of black reparations for slavery. But they would never. I mean, you'd agree. Maybe maybe you won't agree. Um, you might agree that reparations really wouldn't do anything, though, right? Wouldn't you say that? It depends on. Okay, I mean, imagine how much money you'd have to give to people. Because, I mean, most likely, a lot of poor people, just in general, they would blow it, for one. Right? I mean, like, without actually physically giving them land. Because mm-hmm. if you give them a certain amount of land, if you, like, gave them X amount of a percentage of actual, like, hard current, like, land or something like that, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would make – I'm not saying that – I'm not saying I want that. I'm saying that's, that would make sense. Um but let's say you just give them like, oh, we're going to give you ten thousand dollars. That's that's going to be gone tomorrow. You know, uh, twenty thousand, fifty. I mean, what what would be the number? That'd be the other thing. I would, I would be in favor of of using of reparations in the sense of sinking money into communities. Um, so not, not not paid to, on like an individual. Not basis. paid on an individual yeah, I have no problem basis. With that. Zero problem. Uh, with that. But if we want to do some kind of reparation thing, I think. Putting money into you know underprivileged communities would be uh, yeah, fun, absolutely because it helps all the people in those communities. Yeah, right? so I agree with that. Like I don't, I just don't agree with it based on because then you're gonna get to a point of oh, <laughs> you know, is it what what percentage of black if they black at all they get certain percentages of money. You know, like it's like it becomes like your Native American thing and that you're still mad about. Um, the white man like, stole <laughs> my land and I'm still upset about it. And then, yeah, and then is there like a is there timetables of black people that, that get reparations and then there's a cutoff and um, yeah, I don't know how that would work. Yeah. I, I that's why I would say is sink money into primarily black communities and uh, yeah, I have no problem with that. I, I have absolutely no problem with that. I think that'd be totally fair. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I have no issues with that. I, um, the, the thing is, I mean, because I always hear that I need to look up statistics. Because I, you know, always hear about the you know those those urbanized areas being the most poor, but a, a lot of the, from my understanding, a lot of the black people they, they live very close to some of the biggest centers in the country. You know, like uh, I guess not parts of L.A., but I guess maybe some of the poorest parts, Chicago, uh, New Orleans, and other places, or at least used to be New Orleans, used to be like a hop, you know, a, a major area, and it seems like those areas have a lot of money. I guess maybe. I'd have to like dig down into the specifics on where they're actually putting their money towards and, and where that's going. Because you always hear like black schools having like the worst schools um, or like those very urbanized area having the worst schools that affect people of color. Mm-hmm. I hate that term, by the way. 
I'm not going to use, I will not use people of color and I will not use African American. I think they're both stupid. Why do you think, why, why specifically? Well, well, for one, I mean, like, are you a Caucasian American? I mean, uh, what are we doing here? I mean, are people from Mexico who, who are here, and let's say they were born here, are they Mexican Americans or are they Americans? You know, I don't understand the dividing up of who, what, what kind of American you are. I don't get that. Chinese guy comes here, his whole Chinese family lives here, born here. Are they Chinese Americans or are they Americans? Like, I don't understand the differentiation. And I don't like it, like especially if like especially if you're, really, if you're really pushing the differentiation, that tells me something that you're not, you know, that you're putting your maybe your possibly your ethnicity before your, before your country, which I find odd, um, and I don't see any benefit to that, no no positive benefit. What was okay. the other one? What was it? Because I said people of color, people of color. Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to say the things that the left is trying to make me say. They're trying to, like, get me to say certain things. I'm not going to fucking do it. I will not do it. I will not use any of the stupid new uh, gender pronouns. I'm not going to do that. Uh, people of color doesn't even make any sense to me. Like, I don't even get that. Why are we lumping all these people together anyway? <laughs> I mean, what do they have in common? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's like, you know, they want to – the left, they, they try to lump in as many minority groups as they can so they can get a majority. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like – why are you doing that? And that's why I think like only like 30% of white people or something vote uh, vote Democrat or something like that. It's something in there. Mm-hmm. Maybe 35%. But they like pushed away the white working class and they just try to collect minorities. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're a friend of the gays. Hey, we're a friend of the trans. Hey, we're a friend of the blacks mm-hmm. um, or the Mexicans or this and that. And, and those other people don't like you. Mm-hmm. And I find that to be bizarre. I understand. I understand where you're coming from. I mean, I... Uh... You sure? I don't know. I don't know how often I have to say people of color or African American. I don't know how often that even really comes up in my day to day discourse. I like keeping things simple. You know, I mean, black, white, let's just keep it all simple. You know, oh, people are brown, whatever. whatever if brown, we're a nice shade them, of mocha. Yeah, <laughs> that guy's a nice shade of mocha. Right? He looks good. You know, um, I don't know. I like keeping it simple if you even had to refer to it at all. Like, usually, usually if you have to refer to it, Conversation probably isn't going well, because if the fact comes up that I'm white in a conversation, that probably means it's probably not a very good conversation. Yeah, I I agree with you. I um, so yeah, so I don't I don't get it. Like I I understand. I'm not I'm not one of those people that's going. I don't even see color or whatever people say. You know, mm-hmm. like those, um, like the people that are really trying too hard to show they're not a racist. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you about the pronoun thing. How how far are you willing to go? Like, obviously, I think I think I think you've said that you know if someone is a let's say a biological male that is you know a, a trans no, female. Like, I'll, I'll go I, he she, she. I have no problem with that. Yeah. Like, I'm, if some if some female's trying to transition to male, and they would like you know I'm not I'm not I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings you know when I'm in front of them or something like that. I'm not going to be like no you're a female. You yeah. Know, I'm yeah, not yeah. I'm not a zealot. I'd, I but I. All I'm saying is I think we should try to stick to as few classifications as possible. Would you do like they, them, if someone asked? <laughs> I don't understand it, though. Like, I don't understand, like, they – because usually I'd choose in a plural, and I, I understand you can use it, like – you can use it in that sense, but it does seem odd. I've never had anybody ask me, so I don't know if I would – I don't know. Like, they – I've gone back you know, and forth You know what I mean? Like, this. it's like most people it, – because it, it, – I don't understand why we're 
catering to such a small group of people. Because even a lot of trans people, it seems like they're wanting to be the other sex now. Yeah. So they I want think to be most, referred to the new yeah. sex. But then some people, the non-binaries, mm-hmm. which I think is just a bizarre thing anyway. Um, and I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, like the whole um, gender spectrum thing. Cool. Whatever. I mean, as long as we accept it as like a social, um, a social construct, you know, that like, because so, I mean, I don't think that there's, you know, 70 different genders that you could just put a name on, right? Because I mean, how do you even do that? How would you, mm-hmm. how would you put people on a spectrum, right? I mean, how could you even place them? Like you'd have to have, if you're going to do that, how could you scientifically place people on a gender spectrum? Yeah. I think that's impossible. Um, or at least I don't know how. You'd have to develop something. To my knowledge, that's not developed. Yeah. Which makes me think that people are just classifying themselves. Um, I think it is primarily self, self-classification self or identification or whatever. And I don't, I don't exactly have a problem with that completely. Um, it's just <laughs> then, then you're just going to have genders keep being born into existence all the time, right? I mean like you get like the – uh, you know, whatever, what are like, uh, what are the, what are the different kins? Like the, the animal, the kins, other kin, the other kin and, and the other, whatever. So you get people that like think they're animals, you know, it's like, holy shit, dude. What am I supposed to, re- uh, please refer to me as bear. Bear uh, self. No, yeah. <laughs> bear self. No, I'm not going to do that. Like, th- come on, dude. I think, I think, I think honestly, I think the majority of people, even on the left, don't take those people seriously. <laughs> I hope not. Like, I, I really, I, I don't think, I think. Sometimes when people bring up that the other kin and the you know kind of Pixie some of the cra- kin, dragon kin, yeah, some of the crazier things, I think that's a little bit of a straw man sometimes because I that's such a small small well, what about, percent of the population. Well, I mean that's like when you uh, look up uh, if you, you've looked up have you looked up the the New York what do they what do they accept like seventy one genders or something like that? Mm-hmm. I'd have to pull it up, but there's some on that list that are so ridiculous, you know, like. I don't know. I, I don't even get them. Like they're just, they're so stupid. But I don't. I think I'm definitely not going to do the Z Zer, and I'm not going to read any books that do all that stuff either. Because I think the newest like Star Trek or Star Wars book had general uh, general neutral pronouns in it. And I'm like, how the fuck can I tell if these people are male or female? Mm-hmm. I think that matters for a story, especially if you're telling a story through a book. Mm-hmm. Seems like you need to be able to know. Like I feel like I. I feel like I need to be able to know what's what. Um, is it male or is it female or something else? But I don't know. I've gone back and forth on the non-binary pronouns, and I I think where where I've landed is this: if I'm in a social situation and someone makes a genuine request for me to slightly alter my behavior in order to make them more comfortable. I see no reason not to just try not to be an asshole and, and, you know, and accommodate people to the best of my ability. You know, if someone says, wants to be called they, them, I mean, how, how much effort does that take out of me to make someone else feel better? Yeah, my guess is if somebody was really worried about pronouns, I would just try not to be, I would try to form all my sentences without using their pronouns at all. Like, Honestly, so I, I don't say pronouns. pronouns. I don't say pronouns that much. I refer to people by their names. Yeah. Like 99% of the time, I think. I mean, honestly, the only times I use pronouns are in passing when I'm like, oh, sorry, ma'am, or thank you, sir, or something like that. But that's 
Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I use it any other way either. Like I, rarely. Um, so yes, yeah, so I tried to avoid that. And I, I, I guess I had a couple of situations where we used to work. You know, about where uh, like trans people would come up to me at customer service, mm-hmm. and I just you know I did in my head I was thinking okay, I can't tell if this person is male or female. I don't know, so I'm going to avoid any kind of pronoun usage. Yeah. Um, make it easy. That's that's not a bad way to go about it. I mean, well, because then yeah, you're not offending anybody, and they probably don't even notice that you didn't use a pronoun. Yeah, so it just keeps it simple, and it kept kept us out of trouble. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm willing to socially accommodate people if it's gonna if it's something easy that I can do to accommodate people. I'm happy to do so. We had a friend, and she didn't legally do it. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even to make fun of her either, because I'm not trying to burn. Um, but we had a friend who changed her name, wanted to be referred to it as a new name. Mm-hmm. Didn't change, didn't change sex or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, would you be okay doing that? If I what said, "Hey, mean? I want you to start calling me this other name." What do you mean? Like instead of Jesse, like I make up a new first name for me. Sure. Hmm? I mean, you can go legally change your name anyway. So, but she didn't. She hasn't done it. I only can stick by legal legalized names. No, <laughs> no that's, that's just joking. I, yeah, I, I, I do, I do adhere to that. So I've, I'm already in a situation where I've done that before. Yeah, as far as names go, I mean, if you're transitioning and you change your name or want to be referred to as a different thing, God, fuck if I care. I mean, mm-hmm. all right. So what are we talking about today? We here for a while still? Yeah, we're. We're only uh, about thirty minutes in, so we got we got a couple minutes. How do you want to present what we're going to talk about today? What's the hmm. uh, what's the framework we're working in here? <laughs> well, what was the original statement I made? Basically, um, what, what was our vision on what we wanted the Round Earther Society to be? Something like that. Yeah. Well, how did we envision it? How did we envision it? Um, and, you know, what maybe we should kind of go into what our plans are, our I guess. Our mission statement. Our mission statement, our plans. Do we have one of those? <laughs> I don't know if we have one. No, I'm just joking anyway. Damn. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, we can go into all that stuff. So just kind of give people an idea of kind of where we see where we see this going from here on out. Mm-hmm. Do you wanna do you wanna throw out your This is maybe well, one we should have talked about beforehand. Why but, would we do that? <laughs> why would we actually study first and then do you know present something? So go ahead and throw out your vision and then I'll I've we'll go from there. I've always envisioned the Round Earth or Society being more like a cult. You know? Not necessarily any specific heads, maybe living in a compound that eventually we get killed by the government. Um, but something something like that, you know, or something, some kind of a Kool-Aid drinking group, you know, that can kind of get together and, you know, and talk about things, you know, and, and work, out, work out problems. But definitely the word cult would definitely be somewhere in there. You know, uh, maybe, it may not necessarily be said, but it's certainly implied. That's so much better than anything I was going to say. I agree with that. I want to go that <laughs> way. I want that one. <laughs> yeah. I would, I'd be, I'm not saying we have to do like animal sacrifices and stuff. But I'm just saying, like, you know, you know, maybe doing some things out in the woods. Some free love stuff. Some stuff like that. Yeah. You know, some 
I can get behind that. You know, some kind of bonfires and rituals. Burning effigies, things <laughs> yeah. of that nature. R- rituals, you know, that we can have a little bit of fun with. Uh, you know, things like that. I can, I can 100% get behind that. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm in for that. All right, good episode. Good job, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you have no. anything to say? Um. So okay. So what's really what? Uh, what? What's your? Uh, that was my idea. That's your idea. That's a. It's a great idea. I think it's. It's a, great idea. it's a good idea. I've wanted to start a cult for a very long time. Yeah. Like I mean, like imagine us like in robes, you know, or something like that. Not like hooded robes. <laughs> not like that kind of a. No. Not like just that more kind like of ceremonial a, robes. Yeah. This would be like ceremony. We're not. We're not like. Uh, we're not trying to keep anybody out because of any reasons, you know. Um, but yeah, something like that. I think that would be good. I think that I think that'd be great. I'm on board. I, you didn't say anything. I don't. I have a problem with. I I'm good with that. Actually, I would like to be a part of a cult. That'd be pretty cool. I've been wanting to start a cult pretty bad. <laughs> I think it'd be what kind of a cult? Just kind of a re- new religion, you know. Yeah. New agey for like a tax cult. write-off kind of thing. No, I'm thinking for more uh, sexual reasons. <laughs> I'm thinking it'd be a good way to slay. Uh, no, that's probably true because I, th- I think that works. Um, that definitely works. I, I, I know I've seen stories where that, that worked out before. They had like some kind of a – you see that one story that broke within the last like month or two? Maybe, maybe it was a little longer than that, but like that Hollywood sex ring, cult-like sex ring or whatever. Now, I, I don't remember all the specifics, but yeah, they were bringing in young actresses and – <laughs> I don't know who's fucking them and how it was working out. But yeah, it was some kind of like cult-like atmosphere with uh, some free love, I think. Whew. Yeah, no, it sounds pretty good, doesn't it? <laughs> we, need to, we need to get to that point. We need to get there, bud. Yeah, yeah, because right now it would just be a bunch of guys, I think. And that's fine, too, because we know what we like. <laughs> yeah. So... So in absence, let's say the cult thing doesn't work out. If it didn't, like if people didn't want to buy in that much. Buy in, buy in so that much. what would much. be the next step? What would be the next step? If you had time to think about it? Yeah, I thought about it a little bit. Because I thought about, I mean, I mostly thought about it on the funny end. Um, the cult stuff, because I think that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'd like it. I. I mean, it depends on how we're. I mean, vision-wise, what do I? I I think a just a a platform for an open exchange of ideas. Um, and when I say open, I mean truly open. Um, I'd be fine. I'd be fine having a white supremacist on. Would Would you? I can control my temper. I mean. What do you, I mean, how are you going to change anybody if you don't talk to them? Yeah. And I'm I, not even saying we could change them, but if everybody just goes, you're, you're a fucking racist, you're a piece of shit, what do you think that does to them? Yeah. I, I'd be fine having a white supremacist on or something like that. Um, yeah. I would just, you know. I, 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 there's no one I can think of who has some viewpoint that I find so disagreeable or abhorrent that I. I mean, I don't want to say that because I'm sure there there are some. Well, no, I mean that's sure. There are some well, viewpoints that I wouldn't. Surely entertain. that's abhorrent, but I, I yeah. would actually be curious on what fuels it, like some the, some kind of traumatic event. I think most people that are that crazy, I think they're actually mentally ill. You know, um, 
you think people who are typically that are like, are that truly are like super like racist or super or, whatever, I think they're mentally ill. You think it's a mental illness? I think it is. Yeah. I think it has to be. And that they've, because of some type of mental illness that's already, that already has them uh, compromised in some way, they're willing to um, take information uh, given to them in some kind of like conspiracy theorist manner where they're able to like focus on an individual group. You know that they've that they've been wronged by this group somehow, or that this group is mm-hmm. as shitty as you know whomever says they might be. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just your everyday people. Maybe it's maybe. Um, but to me, I, and and maybe I, maybe I'm oversimplifying it by saying that. But no, I can I you know I could probably get behind that. I mean, I I think it definitely is some some kind of mental illness. Whether whether it would be classified as something different than something new or something else, I I don't know. I'm not a psychologist, but well, you don't you, you know. don't hate you know you're not going to hate without like some kind of a traumatic reason, right? Well, I think people I think people it's environmental a lot of times. I think people are brought up in it. Yeah. I think it's you know. Yeah, some kind of unhealthy, um, uh, you know, whether it's cultural or you know their family's all extremely that way or what, whatever. I mean, yeah, I I don't think that many normal people just turn to white supremacy very often. I don't think that's a very common thing. I think no. I think you are born into it a little bit. Well, I think you have to be because if you were to socialize just with, I mean. If you were socialized enough where you'd been around, say, black people, brown people, and any kind of people, and then you see, like, the, the best way to the best way to de- defeat those kind of stupid ideas are just being around people like that and be like, well, these people are pretty normal. Mm-hmm. People are kind of just like me. You yeah. Know? Um, <laughs> and if if you're in those kind of situations, I mean, if, you, if you're not coming to the same conclusion, there's probably something else wrong. You're like, you know, I don't know. Like, I mean, I, I don't understand... I get xenophobia in in, an, in in one sense, like the xenophobia idea of, you know, like being afraid of the other, but like the other that like doesn't live here, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, because so we like try to keep out people who are not from here. Not, I don't take it to the point of like black people aren't from here or these, Mex, you know, these Mexican people were born here or not from here or things like that. I'm just saying mm-hmm. like I get the idea of keeping out the other people because it gets played up that the reason that people's wages are low or or they can't afford housing or these other things, or that people are taking advantage of the system, you know, and they're being cheated, right? Yeah. So I get that idea. These things that are, I understand thinking that. I mean, obviously but, these things aren't, yeah, that's not Some accurate. of them correlate and some of them whatever, but it's not all accurate. Um, but I don't understand like the absolute like hatred and potentially the erratic, you know, the, the want of the eradication of um, getting rid of a certain group. I don't understand that at all. A certain a certain racial or ethnic subgroup. Yeah, like I don't I don't understand the elimination of anything. Um, the Holocaust, for instance, I don't get it. Like I I get how you could get people to believe it because like so you completely demonize a group, and they are the problem. And you know Jews have been de- uh, demonized for years before that anyway. So they, mm-hmm. it's not like that was the high times for the Jews anyway. Um, they didn't have like you know they weren't like doing great through the Middle Ages and. You know, some in some places they couldn't own land, or all kinds of things. They had to yeah. go around and be tinkers and do whatever. You know, um. So yeah, I just don't get it. So I th- I think that there has to be like some kind of mental illness that would allow you to even get to that level of belief that somebody is truly evil. Um, I don't know. 
I know we're way off base, but I I no, I'm I agree with you, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. I think you have to have a ha- have some kind of screw loose to to be that to be that hateful in general. I think you have to have a drive towards that an inclination towards that anyway because yeah, because my thing, if we had somebody on here that was like that, yeah, my first questions would be like, you know, what kind of upbringing did you have? Mm-hmm. You know, how were your parents to you? Were your parents around? Did they beat? You know, did you know? You know, I'd start kind of seeing what you know how they were treated as a child. What kind of traumatic event they might have went through? Because I think it has to be linked to something. It's not. Mm-hmm. I don't think anything is as simple as oh, I just don't like people that are like this. Come mm-hmm. on, come on. You know, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, I I agree with you. I think. You know, just to feel that sheer amount of negative emotion, the it it would require some kind of unnatural drive uh, to because I I've been you know negative emotion is very hard to sustain for any period of any period of time that amount of just hatred and ugliness. It's very... Especially when it's against, like, an entire group. Yeah. I mean... I mean, I know you do that with Christians, but... <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a deep-seated <laughs> hatred. That was kind of a joke. But, uh, no, I... I, uh, It just... Uh, see, I was a much more... Even just with atheism, I was a much more fire-brimstone atheist than... Than I am now. It, It's very tiring. Well, to be, to be that outraged about everything? To be that hardline, you know, outraged, angry, spiteful. Do you think the left will get tired more often? You think a lot of people will get I'm tired just, I'm more just joking. Often. No. Because, uh, like, the people that are, like, are like the, the the people who are, like, severely anti-abortion, you think those people will get tired, too? Like, you know, there's a lot of yeah. groups... There's a lot of groups you think they would get tired more often. They never do, it seems like. It's incredible. I mean, I don't know how people have all this energy to be so negative. I mean, I'm negative in a different way, but I mean outwardly, like, to to put forth this just negative, ugly energy into the world, I I don't understand that. I don't I don't know how you have the energy to to sustain that. It doesn't make sense to me. No, I, I don't get it either. I don't know. Do you ever think uh, that'll go away, or do you think that's going to be around forever? Seems like it's some kind of a human trait. You know, or may, maybe not even just human, but it seems like it's certainly a trait that's in humans. I think it's progressively um, getting better, I, I think. I mean... I guess the question is, but is it? You know, like... A, it certainly seems like things are, you know, certainly race relations and things are better in this country than they were 50 years ago. Obviously. You know, I think that that, I'm not more I'm not more than 50 years old, but I think that that's probably a truth, right? Um, so, yeah, in some senses, yes, I think that's probably true. But if you look at, like, the world overall, it certainly doesn't seem like, like, should we, should we expect mankind to get to a point where they, where they've evolved past it? I don't know. I don't know if that's a possibility. I think just, I don't know, because I've talked to my dad about this, actually, because he's in his 60s, and the way he's seen people change 
as he's grown up or gotten older um is really he says is really uh incredible and that it's how a lot of people his age put actually put effort into maybe trying to change change preconceived bias or to maybe you know lessen their racist tendencies just you know i when an 80 year old person white guy is racist i don't know how much i can really blame them for it i mean um but i think i I don't know i think i think i think things are just going to keep getting better i don't think i I think to say we're going down some terrible road right now no i I think things are certainly in terms of just race relations in this country yeah i think things are just going to keep getting better but like is the whole world going to keep opening up and getting i don't know about that like i don't know I don't know where that goodwill ends, right? Because, like, your neighbor who's a different color than you but lives in the same country, okay, you can – that's pretty easy, right? Like, you can be like, oh, this person, they're American. They're working hard. They're doing their thing, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some other person in some other country, you might be like, well, fuck them people, you know? Yeah. Like, so I don't know how good – I don't know how far the goodwill goes. Um, Because it seems like human beings, like, need conflict, right? Mm-hmm. So let's say we can smash down some of the conflicts in this country about race and other things. It seems like it's very possible that it might go to something else or Well, you've seen you've seen like let's say with the gay issue, you've seen Oh, tremendous. Over your lifetime, you've seen tr- in- tr- oh, yeah. tremendous change. Oh, no, certainly. And even in even in know, my life I've seen No, I never change. like a you know, my dad my dad is old school my, and my mom too. They're very old school um, you know, being gays is sin. Um, potential hell time, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like potential. But they're actually, they're actually, other than that, which I know it sounds completely damning, they're actually pretty open about it. They're, um, my dad used to have some gay friends that would come around, and I grew up, there was a gay, you know, the two gay brothers that would come around all the time, and they were, you know, close friends of my dad and stuff. Mm-hmm. Don't know how close. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were that close. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't like he didn't push people away. I have a, I have a niece that's, that's a lesbian, and I have other people in my family that are gayer, but, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never seen that. Like, there's never – like, he doesn't – certainly there's no hatred and stuff like that, um, you know, or anything like that. But – so even just in my own world, I mean, I've certainly seen it change over time and get a lot better, as it should. Um, but, yeah, I think – I mean, people – the one the one problem I have with the left, and it's not just in, – in some people in general, they is they want immediate change on everything. You know, or some people do. Mm-hmm. Like they thought the gay issue should just like change overnight. It takes time. You gotta, you gotta win the war. You know, you gotta, you gotta like win the war of, of of ideas, right? And yeah, and yeah, the truth is, and some of those ideas are kind of are sucky. Like that's true. You know, that's they're bad ideas, mm-hmm. but they've been around for so long. I mean, you can't you can't mm-hmm. change everyone's mind overnight, e- even if they're wrong. You know. Um. I, and so I agree with you in that sense and that, you know, unfortunately these things, they do take time. You can't force people to change all at once. Um, it's a, it's a slow, you know, uphill battle towards progress in a more open society. I mean, um, it's always been that way. It's always going to be that way. I mean. 
And that's why I've always been more for slow change, uh, just in general. Um, so there's a lot of positions I take because I want slower change than than really radically doing. Because I think when you if you radically change too much too quickly, you rock the boat too much, um, just like potentially in Europe, and then you get a backlash because of it. When you can kind of minimize that backlash, like if you go if you go about it a certain way, like with the gay issue. If you if you go about it the right way, then you're going to minimize the the backlash against gays getting married and gay people in general and things happening. You do it the right way with with race, you minimize the, the backlash against it. You know, so it kind of, which I know, okay, maybe it's not a good answer for people that are going through bad shit at that moment and they want to change yeah. right now. Totally get it. But the end game is probably better for everybody. Like I understand, mm-hmm. I'm maybe okay. I'm not the one living in that position. I get it. I understand. I'm just trying to think yeah. logically. I think the end game is better if we take a little more time and we try to slowly work it out and get everything, get all the kinks worked out instead of just trying to change it the next day, you know? Um, and I understand, and, and I agree with you, and I understand that for, you know, certain people living in those situations right now, you know, I know there are a lot of trans people in certain areas who are struggling very, yeah. very hard right now, and that and, and that's terrible. Um, and, but... You know, you can't you can't change people's minds that quickly. It, it's extremely unfortunate that you can. It's ex- unfortunate that people are, have to live through um, I, ter- terrible things. Just trying to you know be whoever they are. I, that's incredibly unfortunate and terrible. But you. You can only you can only change things so quickly. Uh, it, it it really is tough. It's a tough reality to look at. I mean, yeah. There's just you know you're asking a lot of people who might be a little closed minded to open up their minds a little too quickly. Like it's going to take time. So I think it's going to like I mean, I think things are certainly going to get better for the trans community in general and just in, in all communities that are like that. I think that with more information. Uh, with more science, with more things, I mean, it's gonna. I think it's gonna get better. Um, so certainly, I think there's definitely hope on the other on the other end. Now, what we can do is try and is uh, push back very hard against any sort of violence or anything like that. I mean, obviously, we have an obligation to. Yeah. No, I definitely you know that. protect people's safety, but. Yeah, no, I definitely, I, I don't, because I don't want people, I don't want people threatened about their sexuality or there, there was some terrible case and and I don't, and this, I shouldn't even bring it up, but it's it's kind of a fucked up case. Um, My my niece, who, you know, like I said, was a lesbian, um, she was posting about it and uh, it was about this 10 year old kid and he was already being beaten. It has a terrible ending. I probably shouldn't even tell it, but it just makes me think of it, the conversation we're having. Mm-hmm. And I guess the kid... Like during one of his beatings, he came out and he finally told his parents he was gay, ten years old. Mm-hmm. And I guess they beat him to death. Uh, the stepdad did or whatever. Like and it's horrific. Um, and I'm not even saying like, okay, I'm not necessarily lumping that into this was a crime specifically just against someone uh, because they were gay or something like mm-hmm. that because they came out. But um, yeah, you know, it's just obviously it's horrific. And I can't, I can't even imagine it. Even even to the point of like parents like disowning their kids. Because they're gay, like I can't. I guess we talked about this before on, on other pod, on other uh, episodes, but 
it's horrific. I, I can't even understand. It. Like, <laughs> did you ever, did you ever love your children? I mean, yeah. Like, you know, you are you fucking kidding me? Um, yeah. But some people, but some people are so close minded about everything, and that, and I think those people, close minded people, typically do get drawn to religions, and that's why some some of them do become atheists too, because there's some obviously some very close minded atheists, but I think those people seem to, the very close minded seem to congregate in places. And those places sometimes are religious places. The very well, yeah, I think uh, the closed-minded people are more apt to religious fundamentalism to yeah. because I think and of any kind, not necessarily just even Christian, but just no, any yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, religious fundamentalism. Because yeah, yeah. Uh, whether it be Islamic or Christian or whatever, I mean, uh, people people who are like that just want a very narrow framework to work within because it's something easy to work with, you know. But, and it probably has, yeah, and. It, Probably has something to do with uh, maybe maybe it has something to do with control or I, I'm not sure, but it has to do with some pieces that they have to maybe they have to feel some control or they have to feel like they understand the world in this very narrow concept because they don't know anything else. I think there's I think that I honestly I think there's an IQ piece at play. I I, no, I do. I I think that's it. Probably wouldn't. I don't know if it would bear out overall, but I would say there's probably some certain. Uh, there's probably a lot of situations where it at least correlates um, yeah. in some way. Um, I I don't know the hyper racists or the hyper uh, homophobic people that I've seen. I I wouldn't put them at the upper end of the bell curve based on what I've seen. No, I, I don't think that would be true. Um, <laughs> just I I I think. It's just like people who are drawn to cults or something like that. I don't have research to back this up, but my guess would be they're also not necessarily at the upper end of the IQ distribution. Um, the cult leaders or the cult members? The cult members. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's hence them being in a cult. Yeah. You know, it um, seems like, I, mean, I don't, I shouldn't say it. What? You know, it just seems like there's a lot, large swath of people that are, I'll be nice and say this, easily swayed. Um, and then they won't look into things as thoroughly as they should because they, you know, they have such a small framework. Well, yeah. I mean, is. how many people do we have to get all of their news 100% from Fox News? Well, yeah. No, and, and then the opposite, right? So and then you get, uh, and so you get people that get all their news from the Huffington Post or and they whatever don't believe anything else. And they don't. And yeah, exactly. And I find it so bizarre. <laughs> okay, and if you try to argue with those people, they are they are a hundred percent right. That's it. Mm -hmm. There's no give. Um. Yeah. And if yeah. if all you watch is Fox News, then almost all other media sources are going to seem like the farthest left shit. So you, you can find. I mean, and I and I do. You know, I watch a tremendous amount of Fox News. I do every day. Oh my god! I do every day. Like mm -hmm. I, when I drive around and do my inspections at work, mm -hmm. I watch. Uh, I watch Tucker Carlson. I listen to it while I'm, while I'm driving around. You know, but I like, mm -hmm. it's like it's like the one from the night before all the time. I watch Tucker Carlson, The Five. Uh, I watch. I listen to Laura Ingram sometimes, and then uh, Hannity. And I almost listen to Hannity every day. But I know. Here's the thing, though. Like I, I you know, like Hannity? Oh, I, I listen to him. I know that it's theatrics. Like I don't believe anything that he says, right? <laughs> because if you if you believe what he says, all these people would be in prison. Right? Mm -hmm. It's just the way it would be. Um, but he turns 
yesterday there was such a funny it was a couple days ago there was such a funny clip dude and he, he was talking about the russia collusion thing and he turns to this guy who's a lawyer and he's like we haven't been right we haven't been wrong one time about this situation have we and the guy says with a straight face not up to this point <laughs> <laughs> and it's so it was the most ridiculous thing but it made me laugh because you gotta like I, I don't understand maybe some people don't understand that it's theatrics um I, I, I don't I think people realize would. that they're all that Fox News is just pandering. I mean, well, I mean, it depends on what, you know, which person you get. I like Tucker Carlson. I mean, he does a lot of libertarian type stuff and he has a lot of libertarian ideas. And my favorite person is Greg Gutfeld, who is like the most libertarian. He's an atheist. Um, he's on the five and he does a great Gutfeld show on Saturdays, which I think is hilarious. It's really funny. And uh, you probably would agree. He's probably further right than you. And he's, he's a little more. uh uh, state control more than me like uh, in terms of spying on your own people that kind of stuff you think you would allow a lot more of that than we would but either way and like it just depends on what you're watching because I mean it's not like I'm going to watch Rachel Maddow and be like 100% of this is correct you know? yeah or, yeah yeah I, some I don't of these do people that. that it's all about theatrics you know yeah. um, so I don't trust any of it and that's the biggest thing is just don't you got to do your own research but nobody wants to do their own research <sighs> It's it you know it goes back to like the founders. It seemed like they were. What is this? Zach? Oh my god, goodness! What in the? F- I'm so Chris sorry. and who who was that? That was my mother. Your mom is calling. That was highly unprofessional. Why is your mom calling? I don't know. I didn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what I was going to say. It was probably something great though. Um. Oh no, I think, and I I, ha- I have to go back and look at the quotes. But if my understanding, the founders were a little bit against the idea of mob rule mm-hmm. because the mob gets really stupid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. And that's kind of – and the like the, the mob has – like it seems like it's always existed throughout civilization. Yeah. May, which makes me wonder if it will always exist. I think it will. Yeah. I think it probably will at some point because look I – because mean, that's, that's what Trump does. <laughs> I, I think Trump – not only do I think he's like the funniest president of all time, um, even though Reagan Reagan has some good lines, you go back and watch him. But just Trump on any kind of day to day basis is so incredibly funny. Like <laughs> whether you agree or disagree, and maybe he's even being serious at the time. I think he's. I find him so funny. But he knows how to sway a crowd and play with these people, and and just and it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, and and they're completely completely sick of fans about it. You know, like they just. They they eat that shit up, dude. Like he just he feeds them all this red meat, and they fucking go after it. It's crazy. I think that's kind of dangerous. I think I think it could be dangerous, but <laughs> you know, like the way he does it. Yeah, sure. I'm like I, I there's points where it's like okay, because I watch a lot of his speeches too. You know, like he's mm-hmm. he's been doing a couple of rallies this last week, and uh, yeah, I mean, do I you know do am I going to compare him to Nazis? No. Am I going to say he's Hitler? No, because I haven't seen him like he's not doing anything crazy. But he certainly knows how to get a crowd wild and just completely behind him. Because mm-hmm. I think the I think the, a lot of those voters are they're more Trump now than they're Republicans. You know, and they'll defend whatever Trump does to some mm-hmm. extent. Um, I don't know. I mean, Trump is doing an amazing job. Don't get me wrong. But dear God, <laughs> <laughs> we did a we did a poor job of covering our. No, we we actually did a good job. You see, because then we started going off. You were talking about. Um, is what time? We say a lot of time anyway, don't we? We're at an hour. How long do you want to go? We can keep going. Um, 
But we talked about, you know, you talked about the ideas like the freedom of thought and just different kind of ideas and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we went back and forth on a few different issues about that very same thing. So kind of just like, you know, you, you, you put the point out there and then we hit the – we nailed it home. Yeah. With some conversation. Moving forward, I think we'd like to try and get some more guests on, some more maybe – Some more white supremacists and stuff. and Some more people with more that, diverse opinions. That and, would be interesting. It, w- it would be interesting. We would have to really – the thing we'd have to do – is not react emotionally to what the person was saying. Because mm-hmm. if we did that, then the person's going to like shut down. And it's not mm-hmm. going to go very well. Because it'd be like, oh my God, that's a boring. You fucking mm-hmm. believe that? We'd have to be able to be calm and be able to like work through like, okay, w- okay, why do you believe this? You know, and kind of, and I've always, in my, in my life, I've tried to do that with people that I've met um, at work and stuff that are like pretty big racists and mm-hmm. try to get to the point, like what happened? You know? Like, yeah. And so, I don't know if I've ever helped anybody or not, but. I've tried to. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I, I think moving forward, we'd like to bring more people on, have more diverse people opinions. People of color? And, Is that what you're looking for? And, um, and people of diverse sex? Yeah, we have not had any women on the show, have we? Have we not? No, I don't know. No. Oof. Yeah, I don't think so. Um Oh, we've only had two guests. That's true. We need to have like more guests. We need to do that kind of stuff and talk to more people. We'll find we'll find some females. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll find some. <laughs> Maybe. Um, and but yeah, I think maybe uh, we just want to have a platform to talk about anything and everything, especially the sex. Mm-hmm. The, sec- mm-hmm. the sex is definitely important to me. Because um, personally, there's nothing I will not talk about. I, I mean, really, I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that I would not have a conversation about. There's there's certainly nothing I wouldn't talk about in a one-on-one conversation. <laughs> I don't know if I would divulge everything through a podcast. I don't know how – I actually, I'm not sure how far I'd be willing to go. Just depends on how much you know. It depends on the, my partner, you know. Yeah, either. I'm willing to go pretty far, I guess. <laughs> yeah. the, now, but in that, um, in, yeah, in that realm, I'm willing to go pretty far. Yeah, like mm-hmm. a, you um, know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I. Uh, I don't know. I think. I think we want to keep. I think we have a certain authenticity about us, that we're very uncensored, very. At least I try and be very open and honest about things. And ideally, I think we'd like to maybe uh, help move some people to uh, better places. I think we'd like to uh, help some people if we can. Yeah, throughout the last few years, one word I've, I've learned to hate is the word discourse. You know, like when they're like, when it's Obama and then there's other people who will say it. They'll be like, oh, we need to fix the discourse or whatever it is, like mm-hmm. the, you know, the discourse in this country or whatever the hell. I mm-hmm. hate that word so much. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, we, Zach and I, we need to help the discourse in this country. <laughs> we need to be able to tone it down a little bit. And I don't know. I do think we're, we are in trouble. The polarization isn't, it's troubling. And I don't know how to fix that. Because that's when people just get on their own sides and they get real stupid about it. And I try to talk to all kinds of people. And I'll try, I'll try to talk to them. I'll actually try to take like a centrist point on some things. 
But then as soon as I won't, if I won't attack Trump with them, oh, do they turn on me quick. <laughs> they turn on me so quick. And some of them I'm playing around on like, you know, like slate message boards, you mm-hmm. know, like, or like their Facebook yeah. comments and stuff. So it's like, you know, like there's a hundred people that all they do is just talk shit, whatever the thing is. Like they just, if they can bash Trump, they just do it like so quickly. And who knows? Maybe I'm, maybe I'm arguing with Russian bots. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. Um, but fuck, man, it's a, it's a, it's a cruel world out there. And I, I don't know, like, I don't remember, maybe it was this bad when Clinton was in office. I was a little too young. I don't remember being that bad, though, like in terms of Democrat, Republicans. I don't remember them hating each other like that. And when Bush was in office, especially like Iraq war part, like where people were starting to call him like a war criminal and things, it seemed like things were getting pretty bad. Yeah. And then when Obama first won, you know, it became, it got it got pretty bad. The whole, is he a citizen, birther, Muslim, that kind of stuff. That kind of stuff was pretty shitty. And obviously the political parties were also extremely polarized when he was in office. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason. I don't know. Like, I mean, they lose power and then, you know, like they they get so polarized and like you get whole voting blocks, even on bills that, that would probably be good for the country. I think they're just like, nope, we can't vote. Yes, even on something we agree with. Mm-hmm. I find that to be odd. Um, seeing the Democrats do it, I've seen the Republicans do it. It's bizarre. I think I think we kind of wanted to prove that people with differing viewpoints can sit down and still have a respectful conversation and maybe work towards some kind of at least understanding. Yeah. Um, Because that's one of the things, you know, when I was on that other podcast, those guys asked me about, they're like, you know, you guys seem are always, you know, very respectful to each other. And sadly, sadly. And, and I'm like, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, we disagree on a lot of shit. Like we do. Um, I lost a buddy. I lost a buddy over the well, and he was just a guy I knew online. But I'd known him. I've ta- been talking to him for like six years, probably. Mm-hmm. You know, I published some of his writings and stuff like that. Always oh, been a real cool guy, but he's you know been really far left. And we got into it over child separation, um, the child mm-hmm. separation issue. Because I thought he was, I thought he was totally virtue signaling on it. I'm not gonna lie. I thought the guy was totally virtue signaling on it. He wasn't talking about all the facts of it, and I didn't like it. And then he like three of his buddies got in there was like calling me, you know, like telling me how stupid I was and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, fuckers, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I did, you know, so as soon as someone starts doing that to me, then I start making them look stupid. Um, so I'll be, I'll be civil up to a point. If you, but if you keep being uncivilized, if, if your first comment is, if it starts off with like, Hey, dumb shit, you know, but whatever it is, mm-hmm. or, you know, you fucked or whatever, they, whatever somebody like, they'll throw some kind of a thing in there. If I just don't agree with them right away, like mm-hmm. how could there be, multiple sides to this terrible issue there's there's multiple sides like no one side in any argument has all the facts mm-hmm. it's just i don't think there's neither any you thing. or i are ever 100 percent right about no, anything no never but we're also not necessarily wrong about anything right like there's there's you can't i mean obviously you can be yeah, glar- you know glaringly very, wrong yeah and sometimes you can be completely right and then and then but so much of everything is subjective like in terms of what we know what we don't know um, how we interpret what a line means, you know, uh, mm-hmm. or a story, and and we don't. It, it's it's difficult. Um, but some people they they believe their argument or their side is so correct, and fucking a man, like those people. I think a lot of people just don't want to cross a line on an issue. I think, you know, uh, to be a conservative who's not who's you know pro-abortion, I think. 
that's very that'd be a very difficult thing for a lot of people to understand or and maybe not understand but do, do you get understand what i'm getting at i think mm-hmm. i think people think i think you know the majority of my opinions are right leaning so i'm you know right leaning well the majority of my opinions are left leaning but i'm not that far left on a lot of things you know i'm i mean i'm pretty centrist on a lot of issues i'm pretty moderate on some stuff but i'm also pretty extreme far left on a lot of other things and you know i just don't i don't understand how you could be so blind to trying to fit into some box to say i'm a conservative i'm a liberal and that's what i well, am they, they certainly put themselves in certain boxes that's yeah. what they do you know, because everybody's been going crazy this last week since what's his name's uh, you know, since that Supreme Court justice, uh, what was it, Kennedy? Mm-hmm. It's Kennedy that's stepping down. Yeah. You know, and and uh, they're talking about the replacement. Everybody's oh, they're already going towards Roe versus Wade, right? Like they're already taking it that far. Like oh, people are going to lose their rights to an abortion, all this different stuff. And it's a complicated issue. It's not. It's not single. It's not very simple. Certainly not very simple to me. Um, because the ideas of of Roe versus Wade, like I'm, I'm a huge constitutionalist. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I personally do not think that the Roe versus Wade was actually backed up by the Constitution. Um, and you can, you can, you, people can argue about that. Whatever you know, they would, whatever. I don't think that it is. However, I also, I also fear it being overturned because, especially because of the backlash you're gonna get from people. Because I, because you're also not in favor of outlawing abortion. Well. That's that's mostly true. That's that's like there's p- different pieces of me. Like and, and part of me wants to say, no, this is wrong and this is bad, right? But just because something like I feel like something is wrong doesn't mean it necessarily should be illegal, and doesn't necessarily mean that it is wrong. I don't, you know, I don't know. Like I mean, we all kind of have our own ideas, right? Um. So, it, but it what it gets down to is like when you get to, in Roe versus Wade, because then then you'd have some, you know, like should more of that power go back to the states? I'm actually very big on uh, a weak centralized government, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I know is not good in a lot of things. So it hits me in a lot of different places, not just like about the specific abortion issue. And I, I wouldn't fear like there's a there's a lot of the left leaning states and they'd be able to do what they wanted at that point. OK, no problem. The problem would be is when you get to the really far right leaning states and how far they would go to stop it. Mm-hmm. Like imagine and I don't know that they would do it. Maybe they would still keep in the three parameters. Usually they go uh, mother's life. Rape and incest. Mm-hmm. You hear the right say that a lot. Mm-hmm. Other than Ben Shapiro. Some people don't even believe in that rape part. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like imagine they get rid of that rape part and you can't have an abortion for, for rape. That's not a that's not a valid issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I can't I can't go along with this. Um my biggest thing is it's gonna fear like it's gonna shock the system so much if you do it. Mm-hmm. So it goes kind of goes back to that same rock in the boat thing. I don't think I don't think it's worth having that fight over. What if they there's also been talk of them overturning a the gay marriage rule. No, I, I would definitely disagree with them on that too. I don't think that that will happen. I don't think that'll happen. We'll see. I don't think it will either. This, because if it, if it does, there will be big problems. There will be. There, there will, will be, be really it, big it, problems. It's going to rock the boat tremendously. And the boat's already rocked. And, you, and obviously it's already rocked because people are already, you know, there's all the people going crazy out there about, you know, oh, they're going to do this and they're going to do that. Like they're, they're trying to like breed, they're trying to like push this hysteria on people, right? So people are all freaked out right now mm-hmm. about, which they've been doing the whole time with Trump and I, Trump does it to himself, certainly. Um, 
But I think there's certainly a amount of hysteria around Trump that he's trying to do God knows what to gay people or to women or to, to blacks. I or, see. I don't think Trump would want gay, the gay marriage thing. I don't think, I don't think he, and I think he, I think he would not want to be the president known for stopping that either. I don't think he wants to. Be. I, I, um, you know, I'm not a Trump fan. I don't like the guy, but I do think he'd probably say something. I don't think he'd. Yeah. I, I think that he would say, I, I would, I would hope that the, whoever he puts in, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that he does put in like a more of a strict constitutionalist or somebody that's closer to that side. Because I like people interpreting the Constitution the way I think that it should be interpreted, which obviously is very, yeah. Sub, yeah, very subjective. Um, and I don't like just uh, changing the rules. I get it. But it also, like, I think that you want, I, I personally, I think that we want a right-leaning uh, Supreme Court. And it's for the idea of slow change. <laughs> it's that same thing. Not a whole lot of shock in the system. And maybe sometimes we need to be shocked. Sometimes we do. Like with gay marriage, the system needed to be shocked. Like with uh, civil rights, system needed to be shocked, totally get it. I'm on board. Um, but there's other times where I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So it's going to be a tough issue. I, I hope neither one of those come back up. I hope they leave Roe versus Wade alone. Just leave it alone. I would like, if, if the states would agree to that, and I know some, so many of them have, that 20-week abortion ban, I like that, I like that idea. Um, if you're going to get an abortion, I'd... I think the biggest thing is getting it done as early as possible. Mm-hmm. And I think that that, it does seem like there's levels of what you can accept and what you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, yeah, obviously I'm not big on abortion, just in yeah. general. But I, I don't, but I'm not, what I don't want, here's what I don't want about abortion. I don't want people that have had abortions feeling guilty, like so incredibly guilty, or like they're being persecuted for having an abortion. I don't want that. Because a lot of these people, I'm just guessing, a lot of these people probably felt like they had no other options, or they were in a tough spot. They were in a tough spot. Yeah, I don't want. I don't, maybe I shouldn't say they probably weren't thinking straight, but like they probably weren't in a, like a, a normal, healthy, safe mindset. Where or okay, in a healthy, safe, new. normal situation. Yes. Even, yeah. Like you know, like everything's not like okay. Cause, so that's why I don't want to do that. I don't want to make those people feel even worse. You know, if assuming that mm-hmm. some of those people definitely feel bad for what they what I think. Mo- I, think I think to most say people most people. I think, and, and it kind of gets to my thing here about like, because uh, you know, I don't think the left. What, what I don't think, like, I think they push you and know, they push abortion rights, but I don't think it's because they want to kill babies or something no. like that. I think they're humans who also care about children. It's just you know they understand people get in fucked up situations. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sometimes it happens on the right, sometimes it happens on the left, and they, and they fight back and forth about stupid shit. Um, but like, so they just kind of demon, like the right demonizes the left on it. Probably not fair. Now, maybe there are a small group of people on the, on the left that are like, yeah, fuck, you know, who gives a fuck? Yeah. I think it's a minority, though. I, I Most agree people, with you. I think, have a heart and they kind of want, you know, if a situation was good, they'd want to have that child. I think your everyday person would rather not have an abortion. Yeah. I mean, who want, I mean, that's a hell of a decision to have to make and it's a hell of a position to be in. And I just can't imagine that would be uh, something that anybody would want to do. Like I think that, that's like, a common right. straw man that straw man that's put up by a lot of right wing people is that somehow the left are just out to want to well, just murder babies. And But that also you know. gets me that also gets me this current situation about the separation of children. Because I don't think most people on the right, I don't think most conservatives are like, yeah, we want ch- children separated from their parents. Some people certainly believe that way. Some people are like, well, let's use it as a deterrent. 
You know, mm-hmm. like like an end justifies a mean thing, and I don't I don't like that. But then you, and that's kind of what was happening in this conversation. I I felt like these guys were demonizing the right, and I'd already seen a lot of demonization of the right on left wing media sources, um, as if people on the right are not also human that care. You know, that then I don't think mm-hmm. most people, I don't think your average person wanted children ripped away from their parents. They don't want that. You don't like. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing. You know, I don't think the left wants to kill babies, and I don't think right the right wants to rip them out of people's arms. You know, mm-hmm. they're just they're, they're the issues are not always that simple, though. Like there's there's reasons why both happen, and there's reasons why people can argue on both sides of them. I think, mm-hmm. like I get that's what I got I got into it with my my girlfriend too about mm-hmm. <laughs> that because she she's very black and white on this, yeah. and obviously she came down on the opposite side of me because I was like, yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. We should not separate children. But, mm-hmm. you know, and then I and then I went into, we need to fix this issue at the border. We've got to take care of this. And if these people are going to be prosecuted, what are we going to do with them? There's already laws on the books that say a child can only be held detained for so long. We'd have to get rid of these things. And, mm-hmm. you know, she was like, well, you know, Trump could just do it. Okay, Trump can do it. But if his, if his executive order, I believe if it's challenged in court, he's going to lose. You know, like, because mm-hmm. now it leaves him from the opportunity to be able to keep children with their parents, but detained indefinitely. Mm-hmm. Which is obviously it's going to be against the Constitution, I think. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of a mess of an issue, like because then what do you do? I mean, like what what's the my I guess my question on it is like what is the end game? What how do we fix the issue? Mm-hmm. Um, I and I that's and that's the answer. I don't know. Like I, yeah, I don't want kids. I don't want kids to take it away from their parents. Like let's not do that. You know, uh, how can we fix the issue at the border? And I, I have some ideas, but not none that are concrete. None that will yeah. make it go away. As long as, as long as the United States is like a, the shining city on a hill that the really poor people want to make it to, you're always going to have an influx of people trying to make it here. Mm-hmm. And totally, and if I was in their position, I'd be trying to get here too. And if I was separated from my kids, if, if I could possibly stay, mm-hmm. of course, a lot of these people are probably still getting sent back, which is the fucked up part. Um, I'd do it. I mean, what wouldn't you do? What wouldn't you do to put your kids in a better situation? Exactly. Yeah, I think I think a lot of people don't look at it from just a human side as especially with immigration they very much demonize people and you know, it's just people who are trying to, you know, make their lives better. I mean, do what they can to succeed in their in their own small way, oh. you know. But there, there's still so many issues. Because let's say you're even for open borders, right? Let's say you're just for... No, I'm not an open border. But let, let's say yeah. you were. Because these other countries... Because imagine imagine if you did have open borders here. Mm-hmm. How many people from the countries in the south would want to come here? And what that also does, not only does it like, you know, give us a huge influx of low-wage labor, which could potentially lower labor costs, or um, maybe more people that potentially could live off the system later, or just, you know, a, a lot of poor people, right? It's also removing those workers from those countries that also probably possibly need those mm-hmm. workers. You know, they might need them in their own systems as well. So we could, by not by not having borders, we could potentially fuel um, collapse in some of those other countries if too many people were to leave. Mm-hmm. So those other countries, they have an incentive to keep, you need people, right? Like you need people to do a certain job. Maybe some of them have too much poor already. Maybe. You know, so maybe some of it's good. But can't all be good. We're getting, we're getting low on time. We're at about an hour and 20 minutes. I don't know. How do we want to... I mean, I how think we, wanna, we did how it... How do we want to conclude? Yeah, I think we did a poor job of covering what we were supposed to talk about, but that's okay. I don't care. 
How do we want to? How do we want to wrap it up? How do we want to? What's what are we gonna what are we gonna call this episode? What are we gonna? It's kind of a mess now. Yeah, part of that's my fault. I'll take fifty percent of the blame. Fifty <laughs> percent's on me. Fifty-one percent's on Zach. <laughs> um, I don't know. Yeah, because we didn't really talk about the main premise, but I guess maybe we couldn't have talked about it that long anyway. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just like what are we what are we trying to do with the Round Earth Society? You know, come together, talk about difficult issues, um, try to look at it from multiple angles where we're not just yelling at each other. And um, I don't know. I don't think I, I think I can guarantee that no discussion on this podcast will ever will ever devolve into uh, name throwing or. I'll call you names right now. <laughs> I think. Well, I think no, because you're, yeah. you're laid back enough. But some people, some people are so white and black, man. If you believe one thing, um, I don't, I don't even get it. Like, because what happened in the last conversation, like when I was talking about, you know, with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. ex girlfriend. Um, as soon as I said that, she was like, "I find that upsetting that I that I used but after like, hey, no, mm-hmm. ch- no children should get." Because I was trying to look at it like, okay, there's reasons why it's happening. Like, it's not just, mm-hmm. it's not happening just in a vacuum. It's not happening just because these are brown people. Like, I, I don't assume that. And she also said, like, I don't think Trump cares about babies. And I said, you don't think Trump cares about babies? Mm-hmm. Like, that's what, like, that's the level of villainy you want to put on someone. Like, because, like, like I said, I don't think the left wants abortion to kill babies. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think the right wants child separation so that they can, or, or wants to prosecute. Well, because well, it's not really child separation; it's it's the prosecuting the parents, therefore removing the children from the parents' custody. I don't think they're wanting just child separation just to have child separation. Certainly, some of them are. Mm-hmm. Certainly, some of them do. That's true. Both are true. Um, but do I think that Trump hates babies and that's why it's happening? No. Mm-hmm. Like I think he didn't. I, be honest with you, because Trump's a populist, I'm thinking he didn't, didn't think this was going to blow up like this. Like that, he thought he was going to uh, get figured out better than this, and it didn't work out, and it was a bad idea. Mm-hmm. That's my guess. Like it was a fuck up, and it was a major fuck up. Um. So yeah, but like but some people are so black and white because I can anybody who's not black and white on it, who's like who doesn't freak out and use like getting really wrapped up in their emotions, I can talk to about it level headed, you know, and kind of go through all the situations. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you get jumping onto one camp or the other, it's like, fuck, dude. It, because it automatically it has like a opposite reaction for me, like at least mm-hmm. equal to what their reaction was every time. So then I become the fucking Trump-loving troll. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like they push me at a certain place. You don't do that to me yet. No. I mean, I I don't know. I know you well enough. I think you're a fairly reasonable guy, so I don't have any reason to think you're what is my phone doing? I don't think I don't have any reason to believe you have ill intentions towards towards anyone. You've given me no indication that you feel ill towards any people, group of people, whatever you want to say. So I can only assume that whatever opinions you hold are held in with good intention. So and I think you should try and assume that about most people. I, think- I mean, I think most people's opinions are held with good intention of they really think this is what's best for people yeah and sometimes maybe we maybe sometimes we haven't thought it out well enough right like mm-hmm. so sometimes you'll run into people on an issue that maybe they didn't intend something to be bad but they didn't think it through well enough 
And, you know, they need to adjust how they, they probably need to adjust what they were thinking, you know, needs to be a little bit tweaked. Um, I think, I think most people want, want, wants every, want everyone to be as, as happy and successful and prosperous as possible, uh, as reasonably possible. I think everyone wants, you know, wants that. I think most people do. Um for themselves and for other people. I don't think I don't think very many people are out there wanting to make sure poor people stay poor or uneducated people stay uneducated or yeah. I I don't think and, there's that many people out there. And certainly there are people that I, that I that I've even talked to before too that are like hey, if, it's, if you're poor, it's completely your own fault, you know, like mm-hmm. they're completely black and white about it. Mm-hmm. And I disagree with those people too. Like I mean, you know, or the people who go crazy about like People who are on the welfare system, you know, shouldn't be welfare system. These people are just taking advantage of the system. Okay, just because some are doesn't mean most are. Mm-hmm. And let's say even some are. Like, should we quit providing it for the people who really need it because some people are taking advantage of it? Yeah. It doesn't cost that much money, really. Like, this mm-hmm. is not one of our big budget items. But that's the other thing. Like, maybe they don't have knowledge of how much money it actually costs and how much money people are actually getting and how many people are actually helped by it. Like, there's lacks, there's gaps of knowledge. Um. So then you can, you know, that makes it easy to demonize people. But I guess the biggest thing I'm trying to say is uh, don't assume that the person that you're arguing with is starting with some kind of ill intention on, you know, like there's that he also doesn't want the best of, you know, a possible outcome. But they might yeah, disagree, I think, with you on how to disagree with you on how to get I there. I think people assign a lot of malice to people um, when I just, in my experience, that hasn't been the case. At least I I haven't met that many malicious people that are just, um, I, I think, and I would encourage, I think people on the left do this a lot and it's extremely shameful to me. And, uh, I don't personally, I don't think, I don't think conservatives are trying to, you know, fuck Brown people over or, uh, I don't, there's uh, certainly, you know, there's certainly some, but I, there's I, some, I think there's overall, some, sure. I think overall they're trying to push like a, I, th- I think overall a lot of people on the Republican side or the, on the right side are trying to stay away from identity politics and just like trying to treat everyone the same. Like, but that also potentially means that they think that everybody might start with the same amount of opportunity, mm-hmm. you know, or the same amount of potential, you know, or things mm-hmm. like that, which are not necessarily true on either, you know, yeah. either account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they but they want to treat everybody on equal footing. So you can you can uh, attack anything. Because it's it's equal. Like imagine if you, if you say you can't attack certain things, then you're putting some things on a higher level than others. You know, like there's other tiers. Like, and we shouldn't treat we shouldn't treat people like that. Like mm-hmm. you know, let's say I'm gonna if I'm gonna talk poorly about like okay white suicide rates, well then why can't I talk bad about black crime rates or something like that? Mm-hmm. You know, like I should be able to criticize anything that I think that is uh, a problem. And I guess the issue might be is if you're overdoing it. You know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're overselling it, um, certainly that's an issue. But we, but all conversations should be on the table, you know. Like every, we should be able to talk about all subcultures, and and just uh, and any kind of issues like that. I, I I don't know about a name for this thing, but it seems like a lot of it's been focused around misconceptions. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know about the early part. What were we talking about at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> that was a long time ago. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll have to wrap it up here, though. All right. Um, we went the wrong way. Do you want to do the ne- the other one next time? Or do you just want to call it good? Let's call it good. Maybe we could do a short piece sometime, like we'll a five-minute piece or something that, yeah, we could do yeah, like yeah. On, that we could do like on Facebook Live or something like that. Yeah. Or, or take a little short video. Mm-hmm. Um, 
instead of doing it just audio. Yeah. And we can talk about what we want to do with Round Earth or Society. Sure. I'm open to that. That's probably a better idea. And we could script it. Um. All right. I think we had a good good conversation. Hmm. I feel good. All right. All right. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, follow us on all our social media, Twitter, Facebook. Hmm. You can email us. All that stuff's uh, open and available. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Have a good week, Jesse. You too. Bye-bye.